Hello there and welcome to Minds of Metal. My name's Laz and as you can see my beautiful wife Daria isn't here with me at the moment. Uh, we've discussed it and we actually thought that every now and then it'd be good to do some solo videos just means that we can sort of do videos on heavy metal about little subjects that pique our own interests and we can bring you guys more content. Um, so the aim of this video Basically, on December 31st, on New Year's Eve this year, we're going to be bringing you a video for mine and Daria, just so you guys know I call her Dash, um, for mine and Dash's album of the year for 2022. But I thought there have been so many really good ones and loads that I've really enjoyed. So I thought I would do a little countdown from 5, 4, 3, 2, leading up to this video on New Year's Eve of our album of the year. So this is the first video, and this is my fifth favourite album of 2022. So, this album, um, the album is Amon Amarth, The Great Heathen Army. And this is not an album I expected to be in my top list of this year. Um, I knew of Amon Amarth a few years ago, actually, with the album Twilight of the Thunder God. There was a couple of tracks on that that I really enjoyed. But... What drew me to them this year especially was that I, or myself and Dash, saw them uh, live uh, doing a co-headline tour with Machine Head, which was just phenomenal. Um, Machine Head also have an album out this year, which was brilliant as well. Um, maybe a little spoiler of what's to come in the next few weeks. Um, but they were incredible. And I know it was a co-headline tour, but Aim on the Math played before Machine Head. And it was one of the best one of the best support band slots i've ever seen and again i don't want to say support band because they were co-headlining but my goodness what an incredible band um put aside the music his awesome vocals and all that stuff the stagecraft they had two huge inflatable vikings either side of the stage then they got a, a Viking boat that they put on either side. You know, the back was at one side of the stage and the front at the other. And then they got a dragon where the tail was at one side, the body through the middle and then the head at the other. Fireworks, pyrotechnics, flames throughout everything. And it was just phenomenal. And I came away. I knew I liked them, which is why we paid to go and see them and Machine Head. Um, I did not, however, expect to be that taken by a band. Um, but anyway, their 2022 album, The Great Heathen Army, after seeing that show and after them playing a few new songs, I thought, I've got to get listening to them again. So I went and listened to all of their stuff and they've got so much good stuff. But this album, I thought, was really, really good. Um, overall, generally, nothing really crazily different from the rest of their stuff. Now, one thing I must declare now is that I'm currently in the midst of um, of quite a quite a heavy involvement with Norse mythology. Um, I'm playing God of War Ragnarok and I'm just, I'm almost finishing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I'm reading the book Norse Mythology um, by Neil Gaiman. Um, and it is, yeah, I'm just loving, I'm loving this stuff. So maybe that's a little hint as to why I'm enjoying the uh, Aim on the Math stuff. But anyway, let's get into the album. Um, the first two songs, I think, are fantastic. And what the stars of the show here, the rhythm section, the variety of rhythms they have, the drums and bass and the rhythm guitar pounding away. And I think that his his vocals, um, very, very little singing, uh, a few a bit, bit talking, a bit of narration towards the end of the album. 
But his vocals, my goodness, those growls, those screams, they're just so heavy. And I think they're produced really, really well because you just get the epicness of his growl through every word he speaks. It just hits you. Um, really excellent stuff. Um, the third song, Hide Run, I thought that was really cool. Um, I love the call and response crowd crowd chant thing. I think there's a go, who's the goat? Who's the goat? Hide, run, hide, run, or something like that. Uh, I remember seeing that song live and we were all there like, we didn't know who the goat was, but we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as well, you've got the melodic chorus. I mean, despite the shouting and the growling, you know, you can put melody to a shout. You know, melodies don't just have to be singing. You know, you can shout a melody. And I think that's really good here. Um, beautiful guitar melodies throughout the song. You just hear, you know, they're the guitars are very uh, lovely on this album because they kind of counteract. You've got so much heaviness in terms of rhythm and low-end notes for coming from the bass, the rhythm guitar and the drums. And even his vocals, if you want to think of it like that, because, you know, they're not really playing 99% of the time any melody. So having the guitars there are really nice. There's some fantastic melodies they came up with. Um the fourth song, Odin Owns You All. Uh good, good. Not my favourite on the album, but um much heavier, sort of more leaning towards the deathcore side of things, you know. Um, but yeah, good track. I mean, this, I don't think there's a bad track on here. I think it's really good. Um, fifth and sixth track. Now, interesting things I thought about these. I heard some folk-inspired melodies here. Now, when I say folk-inspired melodies, you know, I don't know what you guys are thinking, but I'm kind of thinking if you take those guitar melodies and you play them like on a flute or something with a, with a banjo behind, then you're going to, you know, it's going to sound right. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because the whole thing about mythology, you know, with mythology, be it Norse, Greek, Roman, whatever, is it's about history of the people. And that's kind of what folk evokes as well. Um, so I thought they were really nice, you know, uh, reminded me of some Dance of the Death stuff from Iron Maiden. Um, and yeah, in Dawn of Norsemen, the folk guitar melody after the chorus, I thought was really lovely. Um, Dawn of Norseman, there's a lovely soft bit in the middle that shows us not necessarily, not fully the other side of Amon and Marth, but they're constantly delivering this heavy, heavy music. And to put that soft section in the middle, I thought was really nice. And it's something we haven't heard, you know, halfway into the album, we've been hit and punched with all these heavy booming riffs and these drums, which sound incredible. And just that taking it down in the middle bit, really soft. I thought that was a really, um, Really good, showing us that they're capable of sort of good dynamic changes as well. Um, the seventh song uh, is Saxons and Vikings. And that's a cool title because obviously Biff Byford from the band Saxon is co-guesting, uh, co-vocaling on this track. So I thought that was a cool little title because obviously Saxons and Vikings in England um, fighting for control of territory. See, I know that because of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I thought there was a nice contrast between Biff's voice and um, the Amon Amarth singer's voice. The call and response in the second verse between them, you know, the clean vocals matched by the heavy growls and the clean vocals again. I thought that worked really nicely and there was some great riffs in that song. Uh, the penultimate track, Scargool Rides With Me. I love the choir section in it. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was a synth that sounded really good, but I thought it sounded like a choir and the choral sound in the chorus. We've been given these epic, epic songs and I didn't really feel anything lacked. Didn't think it was lacking anything. Yet they've added this choral element and another layer to show what they can do and what they're capable of. Um, and I thought, yeah, just added another layer of epicness. So really good there. And then closing out the album, uh, track nine, The Serpent's Trail. I felt the the main riff of this song was kind of different. Um, I thought it was really cool, but it's it's almost a bit groove metally. Um, you know, I could have 
I can imagine bands like Gojira or Pantera or maybe even sort of like Trivium pulling out that kind of riff. Um, and I thought that was cool. They're always doing this Norse mythology thing. And I love the way that he narrated this last song because it sounds like he was telling us a tale of a serpent who's on a trail, obviously. Um, the narration was good. Uh, and the song does feel more involved than the other ones I found. Um, I thought there was more layers to it. It felt a bit more intricate. It felt like more time had been taken to arrange this last song, as it were. Um, but I thought it was a brilliant end to the album. So yeah, that's that's it really for, for this album. Um, like I said, we're just going to do short, or I'm just going to do short little videos for our fifth, fourth, third and second favourite albums of 2022. And this is it, Frame on the Marth, The Great Heathen Army. Just going to sum it up really by saying that I thought the, the rhythms and the, yeah, the, the rhythm section, their execution of playing throughout the album was stunning. Um... 90% of the time I'm sat there like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is really good. You know, really enjoying it. Um, the lead guitar melodies are a lovely counterpoint to the heaviness of the music. If you over, over heavy, heavy it, heaviness it, whatever you want to say, then for me personally, you're kind of like, okay, it's cool, but we know you can do this. What else can you give us? And then bringing in those guitar melodies that you hear throughout most of the songs, really nice balance because you've got the heaviness on one side and the lovely guitar melodies on the other side. Doesn't make it any less heavy, but it just provides that balance so that it's not too heavy. Um, and yeah, hearing, I love the folk melody influences again. It's maybe they weren't trying to do that. Maybe they weren't folk inspired, um, but that's what I heard. And I thought the folk melodies linking up with the Norse mythology, I thought that was a nice little touch. And I had heard it in previous songs and albums, so I knew it was there, but I did like the way they did it on this album. So yeah, thank you for joining me, guys, uh, for Minds of Metal. I'm going to be back next week with the fourth or with our fav fourth favorite album of 2022. So as usual, please hit like, subscribe, share and all that stuff and we'll see you next time have a metal day